Hey everyone, it's Haley here, and it is a new month, so officially we are on that new Die Hard Dice code, so if you would like to take 15% off your order at Die Hard Dice, go ahead and use the code HIDEOUS-MAR. That'll also support the show, so we super appreciate when you guys buy dice. It's not just for Die Hard, it's for us too, and we love it. In addition, the introduction of the second person who will be on the Bestow Curse podcast, that 2 e podcast coming out will be introduced on the live Zone of Truth, that it will be on 3.13 for patrons, and will be released for everyone else on 3.15. So, very exciting. Look out for that. Look out for that next character. I'm excited. I can't wait until you guys get to meet this new character. Very exciting times here for us, and hopefully you guys are feeling the excitement that we have. With all of that being said, I would like to welcome you to episode 134, Breaking All the Jewels. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 134. And we're really in the middle of it. So let's get back to business. Brooks, what are you drinking? I was very inspired last week by the Super Bowl. So I got myself a Bud Light Platinum. Uh, uh, say their advertising worked on you? Before I even saw the commercials, it was awful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, marketing doesn't work on me, is what they say. Says the guy that already got a uh, Paramount Plus subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Haley, what you drinking? I am drinking um, Micro Moon by Haymaker Meadery. It is a guava hibiscus and wildflower honey mead. It's really good. I've had it before. Well, speaking of something nobody's had before, Steve, what are you drinking? (laughs) All right, I, I have the Patreon beverage today. This is one's called the Dark Saber. It is uh, 1.25 ounces of Jaeger, 0.5 ounce ginger liqueur, 0.25 ounces of lime juice, some luster dust, and black dye. We have some of those ingredients. Um, so I'm going to give this a try. It's just a cup of sweet Jaeger. Sweet Jaeger. Yep. <laughs> Where's the luster, Steve? The luster's in my heart. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, we we uh, poured some fine sprinkles in here. He snorted the luster dust. <laughs> yeah, we don't have uh, luster dust. So I haven't had Jaeger in a while, though. So I like that. That's nice. Okay. Emily, what are you drinking? I have a botanical gin and seltzer this evening. Like combined? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a non-alcoholic non-alcoholic seltzer ah yes. i got gotcha. you yeah i so wasn't it's... sure if you were just wiling out <laughs> no no i added the alcohol myself the seltzer was just a flavored seltzer a bubbly uh, yes a bubbly awesome 
As for myself, I am drinking a from Baxter Brewing an innuendo. It's a white Russian styled stout. It's got the dude on it uh, on the uh, mm-hmm. can art. So that's pretty dope. And it's a nine and a half percenter, which I think is going to match the level that we need to get to to get through this combat. Because when last we met our heroes, they were in trouble. And speaking of nothing but trouble, I need a couple of you to roll off. Yeah, I think it's down to Haley and Brooks. 14. Damn, you beat me. I am, I only have seven. <laughs> Doubled. Double down. Great movie. It really is. <laughs> Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> Brush past it. No detours. Keep moving. So you guys enter the order of the Indomitable Sea. You were led inside and attacked by some of the cultists within. And it was kind of a prolonged combat. There was a well-timed swarm scatter that kept you guys from a lot of the damage that these cultists could dish out. However, you did create commotion, and the cultists were able to last a couple rounds against you. And so at the top of the round, the back secret door opened up, revealing a man in more splendid robes, potentially... <laughs> Perfect. It's been a while since I've added any uh, like fully work to this kind of stuff, uh, so I put in opening creepy door. Thanks, thanks for explaining yourself. That happened. Um, run things by me later. Okay. <laughs> Let's have a meeting after this. <laughs> So you see who is uh, potentially one of the uh, vicars of this church that you had heard about earlier, uh, another cultist, and this monstrosity behind the secret door, this large crab-like creature with a tentacled mouth and this like demonic radiating energy, and you hear footsteps from behind you as well as a obscuring mist blocks your vision to the exit of this place. But you think there might be someone behind you. And that's where we left off. Uh, Griffin, so I do have to say I've had multiple, multiple dreams about this fight. At this point, uh, I do have a death count per person so far in those dreams. Uh, Eclipse has died three times, Air Bears died once, Freya's died twice, and Motumbe has dry- died three times. Once, uh, one of those dreams, it was a double whammy, Eclipse and Motumbe both. Wow, so. you, you've really been <laughs> really been uh, ruminating on this combat. I, I like that. I like it shows player investment and initiative, and that's great. <laughs> Uh, speaking of initiative, all of these things rolled higher than you guys. No, 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 no. And the first to act is in at the top of the round is this creature. Oh fuck! It's a it's known as a chul, and it's actually going to delay it's so close to until its master can act. Which is probably fortunately. Hold on a second, Griffin. Yes. <laughs> 
can you? Pl- I, I looked up a, ch- a picture of a chul before this. Can you describe that for listeners at home? Because these things are wild looking. Yeah, it's kind of like a giant crab, mm-hmm. a crustacean creature, but it does have these tentacles. Uh, it reminds me. The tentacles remind me of the uh, aberrant Promethean in a way, where it like has them on its body and its face, and presumably uses them to eat. Who knows? But it's it's a it's a gnarly sea creature. It's got some barnacles on it. It kind of chitters around on the stone floor as well, and it it's its carapace causes echoes in the hall. Um, but its master is going to act, and he's going to begin performing. And you hear a sermon echo out, preaching the tenets of the demon lord Dagon, Father Dagon. And this seems to energize the creature. He also readies an action. And it is the Chul's turn. And you know what he's going to do. He's going to move into the room. He has a 60-foot move speed. I'm going to move him right up to Eclipse here within five feet of Eclipse. Okay. Uh, And then he is going to attack at Eclipse with a claw. Ooh, okay. That's a 34 to hit. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Which is going to (laughs) deal 16 points of damage. Now he will attempt to grab you. That is a 33 to grab you. Yeah. Which means you also take the constrict damage. 19 points of constrict damage, and you are grappled by the chul. Caleb's ready to action goes off. He was just waiting for his chul buddy to get out of the way. He casts a spell, Righteous Might, and becomes large. Oh, great. Great. It is... The group of cultists turn, the ones that have been sneaking up on you. Cultist 4 is going to mechanically charge at Air Bear. With a natural 1, he will not succeed at hitting Air Bear. Cultist number 3 is going to move around. Uh, he will provoke, but he's going to move around to the other side of Freya. So Freya, if you have a melee weapon out, you do provoke. She does have a melee weapon out. Yep. How you doing? Only a 17. 17 does not hit the cultist. The cultist is going to swing back at you, though. And that will be a 23 to hit. But he does not have you flanked. That does not hit. Okay, with the swarm scatter, does not hit. Cultist 5 is going to move around to be diagonally back from Air Bear and attack at Air Bear. That's going to be a 25 to hit. Nope. Okay. So he misses, and the final cultist is going to move to be diagonal from Freya and is going to attack at Freya. Uh, A dirty 20 will miss as well. So the cultists have moved out of the obscuring mist, and now you can see them all clear as day. 
they are kind of backing up the operation from the opposite side. It is Cultist 2's turn, and I think he's going to take a five-foot step to be flanking on Freya. So a five-foot step towards Matumbe and Freya. And now he is flanking Freya with one of his fresh comrades. However, a natural one will miss Freya. Woo! Freya, you're up. And you are, you have cultists to all sides of you. Freya is completely surrounded and she has two of her allies right behind her. Earlier in this combat, previous episode, she tried to cast a buff and lost it uh, due to just not being able to focus because of the cultist that was right up in her face. So instead of uh, trying to cast another spell, she looks over to Matumbe saying, I need your help. I can't cast anything right now. Can you hide me? And uh, she's going to delay until after Matumbe's turn. Okay, so Freya is delaying, which means Eclipse is up. Eclipse, you are in this grapple. That would be correct, yes. How tall are the ceilings? Uh, the ceilings are all 20 feet. That feels like it's still within reach if I go to the top. Well, you're grabbed, so you'd have to get out. Yeah, no problem there. I just needed to know if I could go to the top without being... If you went to the very top, you would be out of its reach, potentially. You don't know the reach on this creature. But you think there's, there's like, roughly 10 feet between the top of it and the seal. Okay. Swift action. Calling on some help. Gonna get freedom of movement. Have another point of influence. Sitting at three points of influence. Oh, one more? Huh? You can only do four a day before I get it. Now, right? Five. Didn't you reduce your pool as one of your stains? No, no, no. I start with two. Oh, okay. I got you. So this is the first point of the day I'm using. Um, So kind of. I reduced my pool (laughs) a little, but... um, Standard action. Give myself a fly speed. I'm flying to the ceiling. That's a spell-like ability, which means you still need to roll. Uh, You need to roll a uh, concentration check. It's very low. The DC should be... um... Okay. Here is what James Jacob says on a forum. The best way to estimate what a spell-like ability's level is if you... If it doesn't say in the description and it doesn't mimic a spell, is to just look at what level the class gets the ability and assume it's the highest level spell that one could cast at that level. Um, so I think for fly, that would be a generally a third level spell for anybody that can cast it. Uh, I guess I was gonna check at what level I get. I thought I was supposed to check at what level I can get the focus power. Does that not make sense? Thought. It directly That's mimics a spell, right? No. Fly. It's giving you fly, right? Oh, wait, but now, it's, it's, yeah, it's what, different. Yeah, what it's level different the class fly. gets the ability. But, it, yeah, it's yeah. different than fly because it's not, you get, like, the perfect maneuverability and shit. Oh, God. Yeah, so it could be different in your um, case. Yeah, I have to be at least seventh level to select that ability. So does that just make it a DC 17? Casting defensively generally is 15 plus double the spell level? Uh, the highest level spell I can cast is level three. Okay. And so it's a DC 21. And then I have a plus 11 against that. Well, what was the highest level you could cast at level 7? 
I think that was the stipulation there. Oh, okay. At, it was not like doubling level seven. It's like at level seven, you, if you could cast level three spells and you get the ability at level seven, it's counted as a level three spell. I guess I, I don't know. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I'm, I'm 90% sure you could cast level three spells at level seven as a three quarter caster. This, since we have an idea of where the DC might be around, maybe it's just best to roll and see if it's really high or really low and see if this even matters. You know? Like, if you get a natural 20 or a natural 1, it's it's either going to work or not. And if it's yeah, somewhere in the middle, then we'll cause... figure it out. Would you be the same as a bard? Because at 7th level, bards can cast 3rd level spells. Yep. She's a 3 okay. quarters caster, so, yep. Okay, so then it's a DC 21. I, that's what I was seeing online, yes. Well, it should be 6 plus 11, right? Twice the spell level plus... Or 15 plus 15. 6. Yeah, so 21. Yep. We will uh, see what happens. Natural 20! There you Yay! go! That's what I'm saying! So, I never roll up. So you cast the... You use a point of focus. You can fly. Now you're moving. Yeah. I am moving up. And away. Okay, so there's nowhere you can go that doesn't provoke. Yep. Uh, from him and from the one other cultist or two other cultists? Two. Okay, so... I had to get away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see first from him. It starts in your squ the square that you leave from, though, so the swarm scatter counts. Okay. For yes. now. Uh, it is, that would then be a 24 to hit. Oh, wait, I'm not grappled anymore. You are no longer grappled. I was about to say me speeds, but I'm not grappled. Okay, and then the two cultists. All right, uh, neither cultist hits either then. So you make it up to the ceiling. Uh, you're crossing your fingers. He isn't a large creature with 10-foot reach. Correct. <laughs> That's Eclipse's turn. Air Bear is up next. You have some of these guys in your face. All right. Just as a clarification, if I were to try to attack the creature from this cultist's spot, would it have? Would this have cover? The creature have cover? Yes, it would have cover. Okay. That's a lot of movement just to get around there. You got cultists stacked up on top. You just started racing them off the board. Yeah, you really need to be full attacking. I would appreciate that. He's true. Okay. It was quite clever to uh, disguise yourself in the mist, but uh, it is, well, it will spell your doom that you stepped out of it. And I am actually going to activate my challenge on poultist number four and full attack. Okay. Does a 26 hit? Yes. All right. We have one hit. Does a 21? Yes. 10, we know, does not. The next three, a 29 critical threat, a 27 critical threat, and then a 20. I don't know if that hits. 20 hits. Fantastic. Ooh. So that is five hits with two of them potentially being critical. I'll roll to confirm the criticals. Sounds good. 25 for the yep. first one. That's confirmed crit. 
a natural one on the next oh, one. Okay. So it's just one confirmed normal. crit, four hits, four yeah, regular it's hits. It's just gotta be dead. Like I don't see how he survives. <laughs> You'd think. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what his min roll is, but uh, min roll is a well twenty three or uh, excuse me a twenty four or a twenty. Not including criticals. Just what your damage is, though. Yeah, what's what's your minimum damage? That's yeah, that's twenty. Minimum damage is twenty-four. No way. Per shot. That's. You roll a d4, dude. You're getting a plus twenty-three damage. With. Oh, the, you challenge. With the challenge. Okay. Yeah. How do you, how how do you kill him? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> You're, uh, you're dealing over 150 damage there. So, uh, I am... Er, excuse me. Air Bear is going to uh, just double slice. I, I know that's a feat, but slice uh, twice at parallel to the ground and chop him into three. And as it, the blades are glowing, going through this cultist... He stops and points at number five. Uh, you can no longer chain challenge, just so you know, because you don't have a charisma bonus. So you get one of those a day. You used it in the last part of the combat. That is true. But it doesn't mean... It doesn't I mean you can't to. challenge again if you still have challenges for the day. You just can't use the same challenge over again. That is correct. Uh, it is now Matumbe's turn. Okay. Eclipse would call down from the ceiling as she can see Matumbe's eyes looking and concentrating, and she will uh, yell out, Matumbe, tell me the energy that I need to use. One moment. I must take a closer look. <laughs> uh, so Matumbe is going to roll a knowledge check on the chul. Okay, that is Dungeoneering. Okay. Okay. You have that, right? Come on. <laughs> well, I rolled a natural 20. Um, so that is going to be Dungeoneering 41. 41 nets you three questions. I th- oh, no, no, no. No. That would be more than that. Hold on. No, yeah, three questions. All right. Yeah, brand new die on there. That was exciting. So you wanted to know what energy type to use. Yes. Uh, first question is just going to be defenses. See if there's anything that he's resistant to. He has damage reduction, energy resistance to cold, energy resistance to fire, spell resistance. Yeah. How about some... Oof. I would like to know... Ooh, actually, let me let me give you these. These are still special defenses, I guess. Okay. Immune to disease, mind affecting, and poison. So acid and electricity it is. Thank you. You got it. All right. Those were all his defenses. This one triggers so so rarely, but maybe there's a weakness. Uh, sure. I'll give it to you. Um, it's not weak to it, but if you were to use a good aligned weapon, that'd be good. <laughs> Emily is celebrating. Okay. I have to prepare that for my domain, and I never get to use it. So now I could actually use it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what what question do we, do we want to wrap this up with? Either special attacks or weakest save. Does anybody care either way? Or special abilities. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That, um, what do you guys think? 
either special attacks or special abilities. Yeah, I would I'd like, agree. I'd like to know abilities because I already saw that attack he's going to take and grapple. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any weird shit. I think I agree with you. Some special abilities. Griff, what you got? This creature can smite good. <laughs> Don't have to worry about it. It yeah. is amphibious. Uh, it heals all ability damage. Can't be targeted by ability damage. Uh, well, it can be targeted, but it will heal it as as with, as like fast healing. It has fast healing. It's got blessed life, so it does not age, require food, drink, or sleep. It has paralytic tentacles, uh, which it can move its grappled foe to, to cause paralysis. And it, this one might come into play when you eventually flee. Uh, it is bound to this sacred site. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at this guy in the back, I'd like to roll a knowledge check on him. I, you know, if he's just like a normal looking dude, sure. But maybe if I could uh, determine some class levels or yep, abilities. It would be a local. 36. 36 will get you four questions. Jeez, all the same ones. Defenses. Well, he's a he's a cleric. His defenses, he's got damage reduction. And he's got some I'll I'll put this into his defenses. He's constantly under the effect of freedom of movement. Okay, cool. That was helpful, thank you. Um what is that damage reduction? That is good. Okay. So he's just like a, a regular looking cleric. I don't I don't know that I want to ask for weaknesses because I assume he doesn't have any special abilities. I don't know. Sure. He's got an aura of madness which will cause all of you to be confused in a radius around him. And he also has bardic performance. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Pull the table here, I got one question left. Anybody dying to know anything? No. Why is he so dumb? <laughs> uh, how, about, how about some senses? You think he's a human, so he probably wouldn't have dark vision? Okay. But without a spellcraft check, I'm not going to give you whether or not he does. Yeah, that's 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 very fair. If he just looks human, that's fine by me. So Matume is just going to be rattling off these things, and he turns to Freya. I hear you loud and clear. May Phrasma hide you from our enemies as we smite these fiends in their own place of worship. So Matumbe is going to start casting invisibility as this purple energy starts to coalesce around him. Um, he looks like he's threatened by the Chul. Two, creatures, uh, two of these Three. priests... He's priests. Right. Two of them have already attacked once. I don't know if they have combat reflexes or whatever, but I know one has not used a um, mm-hmm. a, uh, a reaction to attack of opportunity. So he is going to cast defensively. Oh, boy. To get, I needed to hit a 19, and I got a 20. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot closer than oh I wanted boy. to see. We can buy. So Matumbe is casting. Are you moving at all? Uh, yes, because Eclipse is no longer ne- directly next to him, so he cannot benefit from her swarm scatter. He's going to take a five-foot step to break a flank that he is in between two of the priests. Sounds like a plan. It's Freya's turn. Freya, you're invisible. This is exactly what Freya was hoping for. She is now invisible, so she can cast her spells. She just watched Eclipse get grappled by this chul, and 
knows that Air Bear is fighting over here, but eventually he is going to be going over to fight that tool. He was already kind of glancing at it as he was attacking the cultist. So Freya reaches over to Air Bear uh, and she casts freedom of movement on him. So he can now uh, no longer be grappled. So that won't break you out of your invisibility. If you want to move, you can move. You can take yourself off the map if you want. Yeah, I'm going to have trouble keeping track of myself, though. Um, (laughs) Freya could actually move to maintain Matumbe's swarm scatter. Does she, does Freya need to be visible to Matumbe or just if she is next to him, does that still count? So logically, you might think that she needs to be visible. Um, however, the text of Swarm Scatter only says for each ally who has this feat and is adjacent to you, has the feat doesn't matter because we're sharing right now, uh, you gain a plus one circumstance bonus to AC. As long as you have this bonus, you're immune to Swarm Attack and Distraction Ability Rat Swarms. Doesn't mention anything about needing to be visible or anything. Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Seems weird, but I'll allow it. Right. That's why I asked, because uh, that does actually influence uh, how I'm going to play this. So Freya takes moves 10 feet through Air Bear's square, so she can, he can probably feel her slide through as she leaves the square she was at and is now backed up against a wall. Sounds good. It is now... We have two cultists acting at the end here. The one that's in the back room is going to charge up and attempt to hit Matumbe. Uh, With a natural seven, will not. The other one is going to attempt to touch Matumbe. Uh, What are my melee touch attacks? 29 against, uh, or sorry, this is the wrong guy. Give me a second. 27 against touch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shaquille O'Neal might be hard to take down, but you could probably touch him pretty easy. Yeah, you take nine <laughs> points of negative energy damage okay. as um, as this guy fervors at you. Uh, the square is unoccupied, so he's going to take a five-foot step diagonally. Yes. And now it is the magic weapons move. Uh, the one that is diagonal from Air Bear is going to move five feet and is going to attack Air Bear. That should do with a uh, 31. That does. Okay. 12 points of damage. The other one is going to move into the recently vacated square in front of Matumbe and attack Matumbe. Oh, and that, uh, that'll be close. Uh, 29. Yeah, it, you're right. It is close, but that, that will hit. Okay. That's nine points of damage. Okay. So those go off and we're back at the top of the round. And what's going to happen is this now large cleric of Dagon in the back of the room is going to move up to to be behind the magic weapon and the cultist here. And 
and he's going to emit his aura, so I need everybody to make me a will save. Is this uh, mind affecting then? Let's see. I believe confusion is a mind affecting effect, and it is. It, it does state in the aura that enemies in the aura are affected by confusion. Okay. Uh, Flips then has a 25. Okay. I got a 21. Mm hmm. I don't like that you're not seeing success or failure for those. Yep. <laughs> we'll see. Air Bear? I got a natural 20 on the die. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Freya has a 20 or a 22 if this is a spell or spell like ability. So this is a supernatural ability, and so Freya is the only one that fails. Ugh. Freya, you are confused. Everybody else is immune to this for the rest of the day. So we can come back tomorrow, or uh, DC like twenty-one. In a couple hours. You got it. Does I knew that was a tweener at this level. I knew it was a tweener. Does protection from evil help me at all from this? Uh, is your resistance bonus on your cloak a plus two? Only a plus one. All right. Beats beats. Beats beats. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh I I really thought I wasted that spell earlier. Oh. I was like, God, this I don't know. I didn't think it would really do anything, but hell yeah. The one point that I needed. Thank you so much. It's the tool's turn. It's going to move under Eclipse to be diagonal to Matumbe here. Oh, this this board's about to get all sorts of fucked up. It's gonna go ahead and take that uh, that five foot step up mm -hmm. and full attack Matumbe. Been nice guys. It's gonna attempt to grab on the second one. So first one is a is only a twenty-six to hit. Oh wait, is he flanking? No. No, he's not. He's not flanking. Twenty-six would have done it if I didn't have swarm scatter, but it does not currently. Okay, the second one uh, is definitely gonna get you with a thirty-two. I'm helping too. I just don't have the bonus. <laughs> yeah. He is helping, yeah. You are helping. <laughs> so that's 15 points of damage. Ouch. And it's going to attempt to grab you. Uh, 31. Guess your CMD. Well, that would do it without the swarm scatter. The swarm and it also save. does do it with the swarm scatter. <laughs> so you're going to go ahead and take another 18 points of damage as its claw crushes around you, constricting you. Freya, as an immediate action, casts Liberating Command, speaking to Matumbe from uh, just off to the side. You can break free. Try again. And you get a plus 18 on your escape artist check to escape, and you can make that check as an immediate action. Well, in that case, I would like to take that action. Sure. If that's possible. Mm -hmm. Plus 18. My escaped artist was a four, so I'm going to be rolling this at a plus 22. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Uh, 25. I doubt we'll do it. Uh. So, fuck, that's an immediate action. I can't. Okay. Yep, that would. that's it. 27. Yep, that doesn't do. Uh, so you're still grappled by the creature. I appreciate the help. I tried. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. Uh, the cultists are going to go now. Oh boy. Well, uh, number five is going to attack at Air Bear. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, because he's the only, you know the only thing that he can see. Actually, no, he's going to uh, the two 
or no, one one acted. So the one next air bear is flanking air bear now. He's going to attempt to touch attack. What number is this? Number five. Oh, five. okay. Uh, that's going to be a 29 against your touch. Yep. You take nine points of negative energy. Number six is going to take a five-foot step and uh, perform the same thing against Air Bear. This thoroughly sucks. That's a 19 on the die. Is definitely going to get your touch. Is it? You're sure about uh, that? <laughs> because... Well over 30. <laughs> Another nine points of negative energy damage. Well, yeah, Air Bear took that pretty heavy monk, monk dip to get his touch yeah. AC up, right? As you do. Is it nine? Yes. Number three is going to use a tactic oft used by our party and, uh, you know, bumble forward, see if he <laughs> runs into anything. Uh, he doesn't. And so he's going to make a touch attack against Air Bear. Well, he doesn't have flanking, so... Neither did the other guy. That's a... Ooh, this one might not. 25 against touch. Yeah, that still does. What do you mean this one might not? 25. He's, he's Dexy. I don't know if the Swarm Scatter works with you guys. That's 10 points of negative energy. Scatter. Oh, yeah, you were the only one that didn't. 10 points of negative energy there. Um... Hoopley. Number two. Does not have a ton of room to move. Our in, basically, our entire party is surrounded. There's one open space that is behind Matumbe, and I guess there's a, a, another space that appears open, but Freya is actually in it behind Air Bear. That makes Otherwise, sense. Otherwise, we are completely surrounded. A close. Make me a will save. Much higher if it's mind affecting, much lower if it's to disarm me, and a little bit higher if it's shadow. Okay, you're fine. Okay. I think that's all my boys. Because you took four away from me too soon in his prime. <laughs> so it's Eclipse's turn. Eclipse, you're up in the air, 10 feet above the Chul. The Chul currently has Matumbe grappled in his claw. I am going to take a five-foot fly back as though I'm over top of where Matumbe was. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm just kind of above the party. And from behind the chul and the... I don't remember the name of the guy. Well, you wouldn't know his name, but his name okay. is Caleb. Okay. The so Vizier. Vizier. From behind the chul and Caleb... A blob of green acid will float up and then spurt out in a 20-foot radius. And I will need some checks, specifically some reflex saves. Okay. For the chul, that is only a 12. For Caleb, that is a 23. So the 23 will succeed, and so they only take half, but the chul failed. So, with that blob of acid damage coming out. Oh, does this allow spell resistance? It's a spell-like ability. What's the spell based off of? 
Energy blast. I don't know if there's a spell. Spell resistance protects creatures from spell-like abilities. So you need to make me a roll to see if you overcome spell resistance. Otherwise, the spell doesn't affect at all. I, I understand. Uh, so I would get a plus nine because I'm caster level nine, right? Yeah, it's a caster level check. Okay. So nine plus the roll. 18. Okay, that succeeds. It's not high spell resistance, but it exists. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, so the tool failed. Caleb succeeded. Yep. What's my damage? Well, I was trying to get there, and then you asked spell Sorry, spells. I just had to make sure. Just had to make sure. Throwing all my cards at you, all right? And that's fine. Um, We haven't encountered anything yet that actually had spell resistance that I've used this on, so this is very new. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, glad we're getting through some of these rule things, because it's been a long time coming. 24 total points of acid damage, um, so 12 for the other guy. A 20-foot radius, I wouldn't have been able to get 7 in the the phantom item, though, right? Or would I have been able to? I was trying to do that math. Um, well, if you do a 20-foot... Oh, I see what you mean. It's okay. a straight-up radius. Yeah, it would, it would yeah, kind of... I think it, I, would, I would have to get Matumbe in order to get them, mm-hmm. and yeah. that doesn't make any sense. So, okay. I'm good. Man. Honestly, you can if you want. No, we're not going <laughs> to start that bullshit. Take him to church. I am going to go out in swift action, give myself a mind barrier, though, uh, while I'm up here. And I have now used move action, swift action, and my standard. So. Sounds good. Air bear. All right. You've been just touched with negative energy. And... He feels so touched that he is going to take a five-foot diagonal back and full attack at cultist number seven. We've all already established that a 21 hits, so that will be one. The next is a 28 critical threat. Okay. And the next is a 15. 15 misses. There's, like, not enough room in here for them to avoid getting mowed down by you. (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, these guys wouldn't just stand to get mowed down by him, but, like, there's not enough room in the building. Yeah, when we were talking about this fight before you started, you're like, you guys just got to get Air Bear up to these people to full round attack, and, like, everyone's just coming to us because there's nowhere else to go. At this point, it's pick a target. So, uh, for the next three, uh, it's a 30, which is also a critical threat. Uh, 19. Because he charged, that hits. That's right. Nice. And then another critical threat at a 22. So that'll be even better. Well, I mean, if you want to see how many crits you get, you can, but you definitely kill him with your minimum damage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I uh, shove, or I guess, uh, so he is vulnerable after this charge, and I take my five-foot step and thrust both swords uh, directly into his chest and throw him against the wall, and he lies lies limp. All right. Matumbe, you are in the grasp of the Chul. Okay, so he's uh, it, it's it's kind of cool. He has uh, all of a sudden this energy starts coalescing around Matumbe's wrists that kind of look like shackles, and they explode out 
Farazmi, take me from this foul creature's bonds. As he casts a first level spell, Burst Bonds, the uh, particular thing about this spell is that you can cast it while grappled without mm-hmm. incurring any sort of uh, yep. penalty or no anything. No concentration check for it. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. So the thing about there's a wall of text, but let's see what happens. Uh, the creature needs to make a fortitude save right now, and that's going to determine what I can do. Sure. Die. Okay, it's your lucky day. That is a 17. A 17? Excuse me? Because this is a level one spell, and I got the DC at 18. <laughs> so, let's not get too excited yet. If you are grappled and your target fails its save, you may make an immediate attempt to break the grapple, but not reverse it as a free action with a plus one luck bonus to your CMB per caster level maximum five. So I'm going to add five because I've got seven levels of Inquisitor mm-hmm. on top of my CMB to break a grapple, which right now is sitting at an eight. Okay. So now I'm going to roll at a plus 13. Natural 19. <laughs> 32. Does a 32 break oh, a grapple? Man. It can't get that much better than that. Might not. <laughs> it might not. Literally meets the DC. Excuse Whoa! me! This has never been such a, a luck. Twice in one turn. 32. <laughs> <sighs> Luckish. Maybe, maybe Desna's shining on him tonight. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but There's something happening. But that spell has been expended. The best part about that is it's not like a full round to like try and get out of the stuff now. You have a move. Right. But what do I want to do with that move is the question. Because my allies are behind me. There are some cultists by me. If you five foot step back at least, then you have potentially air bear put closer to poking the big bad versus you by a cultist. Yeah. I don't know. I could yeah, I could do that and put my back up against the wall, so it literally would be Matumbe, Air Bear. Uh, Freya, Invisible, all backed up against one wall, but then we can't get flanked, which is what they've been trying to do, so it's not, I don't think it's my favorite strategy in the world, but I don't think it's a bad one right now. So Matumbe is going to take a five-foot step back out from under Eclipse as Phrasma, maybe Desna, bursts the bonds out um, from the Chul, and he is back up against the wall, holding his shield like a riot shield, ready to face off some enemies. Nice. Freya, you're up. You're still invisible. Freya looks at her companions to her side, and there's a few knowledge checks I would like to make. Sure. Uh, so Freya is also a cleric, but she uh, does more healing and positive energy. Those touch attacks that they were making, um, can I do like a knowledge arcana to see if that was a spell or if it was some sort of like channel ability? Uh, you could use a knowledge arcana for that. Okay. Only a 14. Didn't appear to be an arcane spell. I mean, that would make sense for a divine <laughs> caster. Um, <laughs> so th- I'll give it to you. You're a cleric. Uh, they're they're like using fervor. They're war priests. We we discovered oh, they were okay. war priests yep, last that's time. That's right. That's right. They're using fervor to touch and deal negative energy because with swarm scatter, apparently they can't fucking hit anybody. <laughs> Just waiting for the rest of this fucking adventure to devolve into Swarm Scatter, Phalanx! <laughs> Everybody just huddle around Matumbe and we're gonna wait them out. <laughs> All right, one other knowledge check. 
Um, with this special ability that the creature can do that Matumbe talked about, where um, it has the ability to paralyze, if I can do a knowledge check to know whether that's like a poison or like a supernatural or spell-like ability. Sure. What knowledge are you thinking of using? Um, I guess I like either maybe like dungeoneering or nature. Like nature would be okay. the correct check. Yeah. A nine. You don't really think it's it's like a it's treated as a poison? I don't think that it's treated as a poison. Okay. I could give someone spell resistance to help against some of the attacks, but we need to start doing some damage and we know that they're a creature that they are some DR and that good aligned weapons can be helpful. And our bear is currently right next to Freya. And so she reaches over and grabs the hilt of uh, one of his weapons and aligns the weapon good. Okay, we'll assume for these purposes it's your main hand weapon. It it can only be one, so yeah, she would uh, reach for that. Are you moving at all? Frey's in a pretty good spot right now where if someone does move up to that open space to start attacking, she could potentially pump some healing energy into them. So she's going to stay put, and for her move action, she digs her feet into the ground and activates her boots of the earth again. All right. It is number seven's turn. Number seven is going to... Seven's dead. Oh, Seven's dead. Gotcha. (laughs) Zed's dead, baby. The magical weapon that was attached to Seven, closest to Seven, and closest to Matumbe is gone now. Is gone. Perfect. So, it's Five's turn then, and Five is going to attempt to move up here, is going to bump into a very solid person. Freya, I'll give you an attack of opportunity here if you'd like to take it, but that would break your invisibility. She will not take it. Okay. So she get... digs down deeper into the <laughs> earth. Yeah, boots them out and not letting you get shoved. Uh, and so this guy's going to attempt a touch attack into air. So a 24 probably gets your touch, right? Uh, yes, it does. So let's see if I can actually get you. So 51 or higher will hit. That is a 17. So oh misses. yeah! Thank you, Matumbe. Oh, yeah. Head Hell over yeah. the top of your head. <laughs> he absolutely misses, uh, and then he he has his uh, divine weapon. I guess attack at air as well. So we'll just see if this <laughs> this hits in general. It it won't with a four on the die. So it swings too, and it it misses, and he kind of curses, knowing that there's an invisible person in front of him. The top of the round it is Caleb's turn Caleb is he's going to take a five foot step back from Matumbe is going to cast a spell and attempt to touch Matumbe well he doesn't have to attempt to touch he just touches you Uh, make me a will save oh he doesn't even have to do a touch attack shit that's uh, scary okay Sometimes you roll it, and you know not even a a, a, a fucking 
inspiration is going to get you out of this one. That's two on the die for a 12. Matumbe, you are cursed. Oh, come mm. on. And what's going to happen here? Oh, what's going to happen here is we're going to decrease your intelligence by six. Ooh. What? <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm the smartest in the party. Good thing I already made my fucking knowledge checks. <laughs> Can't take those back. So that's fun. That's Caleb's turn. It's the Chul's turn. The Chul is going to... You're right. It's almost like the cultists have taken up the space that you could possibly have wanted to move, but also because it's large, it doesn't have a ton of a ton of ability to move. Yeah, I think the Chul's just going to delay and see what happens. And it is the cultist's turn. One cultist, number two, is going to double move around the back through Caleb's square to be up next to Matumbe, right in front of him. Actually, is that a double move? Yeah, so he's just going to go ahead and uh, attack Matumbe with a touch attack. Natural 20. Uh, no. Okay. Natural 20 to confirm. No. I like the beginning of the episode rolls better. The Tomb Bay, that's going to be 13 points of negative energy damage. Okay. All right, that's, that's not as bad as I thought with the crit. The other one's going to do the same, so our gold friend is going to move up around to take that other diagonal spot right in front. He's going to attack a Batumbe. That is a 25 against touch. Yeah, I'm, like like I described earlier, he's got his back to the wall, book and, and shield out, kind of riot shield style. But with these touch attacks, they're just kind of sneaking by and, and, and touching him on the hand, touching him on the wrist. Um, he's not ready for this kind of assault. That absolutely hits. That is seven points of negative energy. Okay, okay. Still standing. And the other two, so they're wise enough to let this monster wade in to come. So what's gonna happen is I need Matumbe and Air Bear to make me will saves. I rolled a six, but I'm definitely gonna use my resolve here. I didn't roll a ton better. Total 16. I rolled a total of 11. Well, Do you remember before, a natural two was a 12. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, with a natural one, unfortunately. Um, Matumbe, you are held as if by a whole person. Good thing I was in that defensive stance that I flavorfully described. So apply <laughs> apply paralyze to yourself, although unlike the paralyzed condition, you do not. Um, I think with hold person, you don't drop any of your stuff. You're literally just stuck. You will get a new save on your turn. The Chul is going to act at this point. So did Caleb do the spell? Uh, these two cultists down here did the hold persons. Oh. Caleb did the bestow curse. I know he did the bestow curse. I was just concerned about the... Okay. Interesting. 
So, unfortunately, with the statue there, the Chul cannot five-foot step where it wants to be. It needs to move. Because if it goes diagonal, it'll still be in the statue. So it needs to go down and over. It needs to go 510 down and then 510 over to get around this statue. Either way, it cannot five foot step here. Yep. Uh, whether, whether I do a weird diagonal or not, it would have to move at least 10 feet. And uh, so now Eclipse is directly over top. Eclipse is directly over top of it. It is adjacent. It, it does not see Freya, but it is adjacent to Matumbe, Air Bear, and Freya. And it's going to go ahead and attack Paralyzed Matumbe, of course. Good luck. <laughs> so that's a um, that's a twenty-nine to hit, or sorry, yeah, twenty-nine to hit. Uh, yes. Okay. You're going to take sixteen points of damage. Okay. Uh, it's going to attempt to grab you. Natural 16, you are grabbed. 12 points of damage for the Constrict. All right. So he grabs, crushes, and is and held, Matumbe, held Matumbe's eyes go very wide for a second. And then they close that he is at negative 11 with a con of 14. Eclipse. Okay. Eclipse is going to fly so she hovers directly over Matumbe. I don't know what else to do besides save Matumbe. I don't think you can. Why? There's no way he gets out of the grapple. I know. Okay. Unless he's... Unless we kill this thing. Yep. Or you... If you have, like, a cure... Serious or something. I do. That's okay. what I was going to do. All right. Uh, my my plan was to try to keep him alive, but I also this this means that's about all I'm going to be able to do. Um, as I'm going to fly down, and I'm going to cure Sirius. I'm going to hover right above him where he's grappled. Okay. The creature has two claws. So would you like to cast defensively? I mean, yes, obviously. So if I could just have five seconds, because I think this is funny. I'm wearing a t-shirt that I got a long time ago at this like little Chicago hardcore show. Um, it was the band's last time they were ever gonna perform, so they started throwing free t-shirts out into the crowd just to get rid of their merch. Um, and so of course I'm like, free t-shirt, awesome, run in there to grab one. As soon as I grab one, I took a flying elbow to the eye socket and got knocked out, and uh, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Free t-shirt. Probably shouldn't have wore this t-shirt tonight. I, I rolled my cast defensively uh, while he was talking. I got a natural 19 on the die. There you Yay! go. There you go. Okay. Here we go. 23 points. Of wow. That's kind of much better than I ex- <laughs> expected. Thank you. It's like you're serious. Still, that's a big chunk. Six, six, two, and a plus nine for a spellcaster. Hell, I'll take it. Air bear. All right. So, with one challenge left, I would just love to be able to use it against this creature. But 
in order to keep myself from being paralyzed, like Matumbe, I had to use an immediate action. Oh. As such, yeah. I am going to not use, uh, or not be able to use a swift action here and just full attack this creature uh, without the challenge. Even though I really, really want to. <laughs> so. You can't swift and immediate? It like burn. It, if you immediate action, then it burns, burns your up your yep. the swift you I, would For some have reason, done. I thought it burnt your free, which doesn't make sense now that I'm saying it out loud. But <laughs> yeah. My head had it there. Hey, don't forget, you have an extra bonus from Swarm Skitter now. <laughs> Listen. An air bear. You take what you can get. One of your weapons is aligned good now. That's right. And that will be uh, the first set of attacks here. Sure. First is a 27 to hit. 27 hits. Fantastic. Does a 25 hit. It does. <gasps> Yay. Does a 20 hit. No. Not even with the grapple. One of these is, or the next is a 25. So we know that one will hit. Mm-hmm. Does a 24 hit? Because it is grappled. And we already know that a 14 does not hit. Mm-hmm. So give me your good ones first. So the two good hits are going to be uh, 17 damage and 16 damage. Awesome. Without the good, next one is 11, and then 14 after that. Okay. Good chunk of damage. Matumbe, you are conscious again, grappled by this creature once again. And held person. So, so as your turn, you can roll against that. Correct. Yes. That is a full round action that does not provoke attack of opportunities. I know because I literally just read the spell. Natural 19, That'll 29 be. should do it. Yay! There we go. So you are he, no longer a hold person, but that is your turn. He kind of starts spasming. and He's a little freaked out, but at least he's back in control of himself now. I mean, I imagine at this point, Matumbe's got like broken ribs. Like this thing almost looks like it's making it all the way through his body with the claw. Yeah, you got, um, I mean, he's, it's got a big mithril breastplate in there too. I, it mechanically doesn't damage his armor, but I, I just imagine like a can of Coke or something that you just crush in your hand. I imagine like it's, it's like it's like when you have a walnut in the cracker, like right on the verge uh, of busting the sides and it's not busted yet. He's That's trying so right hard now. not to bust a nut. As, yeah, don't want to bust a nut mid-combat. It was so good. That's a full round of action that doesn't uh, provoke attacks of yep. opportunity. Freya, you're up. Freya. Do something good. Freya just watched Matumbe almost get snapped in half in this claw, and Air Bear is really looking worse for the wear. And I just want to go over a rule clarification to make sure I have it right in my head. I spent some time looking up um, how different abilities affect invisibility. Mm -hmm. And from my understanding of invisibility, if Freya is to channel, she does have selective channeling, but there are too many people here. So she can only exclude three targets. So there would still be cultist targeted by her channel. Now she's channeling positive energy to heal, so I believe that is not considered an attack. 
but it would still affect them, so it would not break her out of invisibility. I agree with that ruling. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to exclude the three on that side, and uh, so yeah, Freya's going to exclude the two, two uh, big, big bads, and then um, where Matumbe is at right now, the creature didn't like lift him up or anything. He's still He's like still in on the his ground. spot. Yep. Okay. So then. Um, Freya's also going to exclude the cultist directly in front of Matumbe to give him the best odds of still surviving. And then she channels. That is 16 points of healing. Oh, you just fixed all my cultists all the way up. Darn it. <laughs> one of them. Um, <laughs> the only one that took damage. Okay. Uh, I selected the wrong one then with the exclusion. Well, they can't. They don't get to be at like partial hit points. Yeah, because Air Bear, Air just, Bear like, just kills them. Takes them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have seven of them. Yeah, it's less Brooks chooses someone to attack. He just chooses someone to remove from the board. Uh, so now don't forget that roll twice and take the better. It's very moving at all. Uh, no, she stays where she is and keeps her feet firmly planted in the ground. Okay. It's, it's number five's turn. He's gonna attack an invisible Freya. He's gonna, he's gonna, <laughs> he doesn't he want to be got, my friend? He just got positive energy channeled at him from that spot, and so he returns the favor with negative energy. So rude. Very confusing for this man. <laughs> Freya just wants to help. Okay, so it'll definitely... <laughs> so frustrated for that man. <laughs> it'll definitely hit your touch if I can hit you. Okay. With, uh, Let's see if he has a change of heart. 60 even. All right. So he's got you. Yeah, he didn't pull back at the last second, unfortunately. Oh, 12 max. Oh, right after I healed. Uh, he's going to press his luck. He's going to use this fucking sword. <laughs> he just, he connected with something solid. He's he's into it. Uh, the sword, uh, I think a 26 would hit you. Uh, yes, because I believe the swarm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely hits. Okay. So let's see. But only a 41 on that concealment. So Woo. the sword does it. Because as if this sword had eyes or something, but <laughs> either way. Uh, so the sword misses, and it is the evil cleric's turn. Eclipse, you are five feet hovering above Matumbe. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. What kind of fucking will save or bullshit am I going to have to roll? So if it's some sort of attack... Being above me, you would get a plus one. True. <laughs> and I'm actually inner bear, inner yeah, bear, I'd right get a next plus to him. Two. I mean, we're gonna go for it because he's just so goddamn big. He's just a real big guy. Oh wait, no, righteous might. He gets a couple of attacks, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack a couple times here. So first two attacks at the full. B.A.B. coming at you. Oh, just like attacks? Yeah, he's got this gnarly looking trident. Oh. And it's large with him. A natural one and a natural 17. The 17 will go to a 31. Yeah, that's going to hit. With power attack on. <laughs> That'll hit. And then the final one. Also a natural 17, but 
Less to hit, only a 26. Fails because of Swarm Scatter and Air Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't think I've ever had a spell pay off more. <laughs> it's beautiful. It has prevented like 20 attacks. It's probably the best thing that's ever happened. That is 24 points of regular damage, one point of negative energy damage, and three points of cold damage. Okay. As he just with the trident uh, misses twice, but manages to skewer you once. It is uh, the cultist's turn. I'm so ready for my turn. I keep getting excited and it's not time. Uh, supernatural abilities do not require verbal and somatic components, correct? I think that's the case. So what's going to happen here is number three casts a spell. Everybody on this side, so from Matumbe and Eclipse back, you can hear your heartbeat in your chest because you realize that nothing else is making sound. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Six is going to five foot step and fervor at air bear because that should not cause a cost a verbal component. Uh, however, that's only a dirty 20 to hit touch. Meets beats. All right. Oh. Air bear, you take 11 points of negative energy damage. It is now the chul's turn. It has Matumbe in its grasp as a free action. It is going to attempt to maintain the grapple. Mm-hmm. Cock die. Okay. Uh, natural 15 will easily do so. Um, it's in the 40s. So... Yeah, that'll uh, do. As a move action, it moves you into its paralytic tentacles. So you immediately take... Did you not just get unparalyzed? Well, he did, you know, but... But now he's not double paralyzed. Ah. That's true. So you take 10 points of damage, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. Natural 19, that's going to be a 28. Okay, so you're not paralyzed. You're currently held in the tentacles, which gives the Chul a free hand. That was a move action. The Chul is going to attack at Eclipse. I think that's rather rude. I think that's rather boring. Uh, yeah, if a, uh, 34. Yeah. 16 points of damage. It's going to attempt to grab you. Uh, also very rude. Also a big yikes. Very rude. Uh, however, it only has a 27 to grab you. Roll very low. <laughs> that fails. I don't know what came out of my mouth right there, but that fails. <laughs> <laughs> You're a French man. Like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, that's, don't offend that's, it, it, it was devious. That's only going to be 11 damage, min damage on the constrict, but you are grabbed now by the jewel. And it is your turn. Okay. Got a lot of choices here. Are you grappled? Because you got the freedom of movement, right? It doesn't so last. Oh, it's just it's just the one time? The lopper literally oh. like gets her out of a bad spot. Oh. 
So... I could do it again. All you gotta do is hand over the wheel. Give me the reins. Uh, so my spatial awareness, me, Haley, my spatial awareness is not always great. Where... Um, I am currently flying. What? Where could I? Could I take any sort of five foot step? You that can't would... move at all while you're. Honey, I know. I'm asking, like, could I get to a spot where I'm five foot away, that f- take a five foot step that is like, if I was not grappled, mm-hmm. could I take a five foot step that gets me out of the reach? I don't think so. Okay. Because I was thinking, even if I'm up and diagonal. Like that yeah, way. Like nothing behind you because you guys are up to the wall. I, I'm, yeah. I know. I'm saying up and diagonal that way. But even still, like it, I feel like in a in this 3D environment, him, it's like up and then to his corner is still. It close literally, to it him. literally still be like it's diagonal five right. feet from him. Okay. Because yeah. he occupies like the the ten foot circle, but also like the ten feet up. We're just in a really bad spot right now. And I agree. I, <laughs> I don't know how I. So I have a little bit of an idea. Okay. Uh, Freya does have. Because we're like backed up against a wall right now, like can't go anywhere further back, and we have all these enemies in front of us. Freya does have a stone shape prepared. Does it have verbal components? Shoot, I forgot about that. Yes, it does. Yeah. All of my spells have verbal components. Mine don't. I fucking got you. I can still channel. If I get attacked, if I get attacked, I will go down. But I could use freedom of movement, get myself out of this. I could I could take myself at least a five foot step away. I could cast defensively, give everybody haste so that maybe they can get away when things get dire. I can also, I believe if they can still fervor, I can still channel. Yes, you can. It's a supernatural Mm -hmm. ability, so if you get out and take a five foot step away, I know my channels aren't great, but I could do a little bit of healing. Okay, so I'd need to cast defensively. And you can roll twice and take the better. Alright, that's what I'm gonna do. I think haste like, I could do stuff to cure myself. I could do whatever, but I think, honestly, I think haste is for the good of the group. So you're going to give another point of influence. You are at four points of influence. An eclipse can't stop giggling as she backs away as a five-foot step. And she giggles and says, it's time to go faster! As she's actively losing control. <laughs> Can I try and cast haste and cast defensively? I just, I roll t- twice and take the better right. Like, that's what that says. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 19 on the die. Yay. All right, so you get the haste off. Everyone's hasted. Everybody's hasted. Except me. No. <laughs> Our bear. God, you're giving me heartburn, Griffin. <laughs> just wait till I grab you again. No! Can't get out of that one. Alright. Well, uh, with that extra haste, I am going to forgo my boots' abilities. Uh, and... <laughs> Anyways, I can now activate 
my challenge against this creature. So you're going to challenge the creature. I am. And before I roll, I think it might be best to use my roll twice on my highest ability, or, or a highest to hit, because it is good. That, that way, makes sense. okay. Either that, or use it on your last good attack. I'd still rather have it at its highest bonus, just to make sure. Okay. It's not treated as grappled right now. Just so you know. I was gonna die this day. Clips accidentally gave it a plus two to AC. <laughs> so, I didn't have to use the roll twice on the better of the rolls. Okay. Uh, because there's a 17 on the die and a 16 on the die resulting in a 30 and a 29 both of those critical threats okay the next uh, 13 definitely will not nope the next one a natural 19 on the die for a 31 okay does a 20 uh, we I guess we already figured out that a 24 hit when he was grappled so therefore it 23 would not hit 23 does not hit and then a 16 also would not Okay. So how many how many hits we got? We got one, two potential three, crits. Three potential crits. Okay. And that's it. Alright. Let's take a look at those crits. First one is an 18. That does not crit. 17. No crit. 26. 26 will crit. Whew. Not the good aligned weapon, but still a crit, nonetheless. Alright, let's get some damage on this guy. Do you want both good weapons separate again? Uh, no, I can. I just, I know, I know that I'll just be taking five off of this total damage because oh. one of one of the hits was a was not good aligned, right? Correct. Oh no! You know he has dr five. <laughs> Seventy total. What does it look like, my friend? <gasps> there we go. Oh, there yes. we go. <laughs> so, as Matumbe is being taken up into his tendrils. Erbear, as a small creature, grabs onto his cape and follows him up and then climbs on the back of this creature and jumps up and stabs it from top down right into the back of the skull. Hell yeah. And the divine guardian jewel drops its paralytic tentacles, releasing Matumbe. But the fight is far from over. Matumbe, you're no longer grabbed. Wonderful. No longer grappled, no longer in the jewel's mouth. Matumbe turns to the cultist next to him. It is time to go visit your demon lord, don't you think? He doesn't hear any of that. Nothing comes out. Silence. I mean, it doesn't mean he doesn't fucking say it. Yeah. And the guy just looks at him confused. Um, Yeah, I guess you guys wouldn't have heard uh, the loppers giggle, but (laughs) it's coming strong. (laughs) All right, with haste, I'm going to full attack. I'm going to use the roll twice on the lowest BAB. So let's give it a shot. Natural 18 is going to be 31. Did I say I was baning on this? Because that would be 33. I should bane on this. Okay. I'm going to bane on this guy. 33. 
Uh, that's going to be a 21. Okay. And then I'm rolling twice here. Natural one's not going to do it. Uh, six off the die is not going to do it either. So two hits. Two hits on the cultist. Yes. 27 points of damage on the first hit. Second hit. A little bit worse. 20 points of damage. He's still up, but he looks like he's hurting. Oof. Freya, you're invisible. And you cannot make sound. So that makes you the stealthiest of all. Oh, except Freya doesn't want to be stealthy anymore. She wants to break out of that invisibility and do some burst spells to take out a group or try to take out a group of these cultists. Can I take a look around the room and see if everyone, maybe with a perception check, is like kind of noticing um, that they can't hear things or like acting off at all? Like, is this affecting the whole room? Because I feel like it's not a visible thing we can see. Sure. Uh, Make a perception check. I'll let you do this retroactively. Okay. Can I use my roll twice and take the better? If you want to for the perception, yeah. I mean... Other than this, I guess I, I won't, because if I if I see an area that I could move to and cast a spell, she would do that. Otherwise, she's just going to channel, so then it'll be a waste. But I'll save it for that case. A dirty 20. With a dirty 20, uh, you th- it, it looked like the priest in the back was able to cast. So you think it's probably only affecting um, up to... Eclipse Matumbe and the um, and the cleric there, or in the um, the war priest there. So potentially, if you went to that side of the room, like this side of the room here, or like this, the side, far side of the room, the far side of the room. Okay. Yeah, you, side you closest think, to the Dagon Temple worshiping. Yes, mm, yes. Okay. You would think that, like, well, you have Arcana. Roll me an Arcana, real quick. All right. That was almost an 18, and it flipped to a 2, so that's a 6. Yeah, you don't really know anything about uh, the... You can't remember the particulars of the silence spell. That is fair. Because Freya is actually hasted, she can move over to that corner of the room. Um, So Freya moves over to the um, back corner of the room right by the uh, like secret door. Mm-hmm. And she's still invisible for that, so does not provoke. So you've moved to the east westerly wall. Yes. Uh, and then is she able to like hear herself breathe again yeah, at this point? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I imagine she's just humming a little tune to herself as she moves. Oh, I can hear myself When now. When am I able to hear, yeah. Uh, So she found the space where she can cast a spell again. Unfortunately, she can't target the vizier in the corner, the head cultist, just because she would get too many of her companions in as well with a holy smite. So instead, she casts it to get the three cultists... um, and that the the weapon there so i need a will save from them 
And she also pops out of invisibility. Okay, let's see. Five's got a 23. That succeeds. Is that two? Two's got a natural 20. No, it's six, three, and five. Six, three, and five. Okay, six has a natural 20. And three has only a 13. All right, that does not succeed. So they're going to take half damage. Uh, those that save take half damage and are not blinded, but that one that failed is going to be blinded for one round. And, Was this Burst of Radiance? Uh, no, this is Holy Smite. So as long as they are evil. Yes, they are certainly evil. Whew, that's a relief. Imagine if we've been fighting the good guys all along. <laughs> Oof, yeah, that'd, um, that'd be I'm, rough. I'm guessing these are not evil outsiders. They're just evil creatures. They are absolutely not outsiders. Perfect. If they were outsiders, you would all be very much dead. Because it'd be some kind of demon. Uh, so max is 14 damage, and then half would be 7 for those two that saved. Okay, drawing first damage on some of these guys, and three is blind. Well, it's uh, cultist number five's turn. He's going to swing because <laughs> uh, you were just there. Uh... He doesn't hit you, so now he's going to make a perception. Wait. Isn't, aren't you visible now? She is visible, but she's oh, like guess, all the way across the room. I, I don't fair. know. He wouldn't have heard anything from her. So. That's true. I, I stand by my swing. Okay. Uh, but now he's going to make a perception, and with a natural 20, does see you in the corner. Uh, so he's going to... Uh, he's not going to take his move. Actually... He's going to take a five-foot step back, have his magic weapon, take a five-foot step diagonally, and attack Air Bear. That will not hit Air Bear. It is the Vicar's turn. He's going to... He's going to cast a spell. Oh. That's a relief. And it's going to be centered on the statue, so it will get everybody. Uh, however, it doesn't affect Eclipse. Spell's called Unholy Blight. If if he is large and Eclipse oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is five feet in the air... I can attack him! Unless he casts defensively. Yeah. yeah, I'll just cast defensively in that case. Yeah, natural 19 only cast defensively. He is good. Uh, I need everybody but Eclipse to make me a will save. All right. 29. 29. 24 or 26 if this is a spell, spell-like ability. Okay. Four. 21. Okay, so the only one that fails is Air Bear. Where my where my good aligned characters at? I know we got Freya. Freya. I think Air Bear is good. Is Air Bear not good? No, I, I am good. Okay. Good. So. Tender-hearted people. Weak. Those tender hearts. Weak. These goody two shoes Campbells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That was the good outsider rules. I don't need those. That's good. Yeah, it should be less potential for damage. We're probably going to get a condition, though. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, though, for me, I saved, so I might negate. I don't know. Yeah, you're going to get condition. a condition. 
Okay, so Air Bear, you take 18 points of damage. Um, Freya takes half of that. Air Bear, you are sickened for one round. Um, mm. <laughs> Batumbe. Yep. You take uh, half of half. Of half. half. <laughs> so you would take four points of damage. Okay. I mean, Batumbe still looks really bad. I haven't been doing well. And then he's going to take a five-foot step so that he's threatening Freya. So mean. It is the other cultist's turn. The blind cultist is just going to wait out his blindness. Uh, the other one is going to fervor at Air Bear. That's a 30 against touch. That'll do. That's going to be eight points of negative energy damage. The other ones are going to fervor at Matumbe. Let's see your swarm scatter save you now. Can. <laughs> uh, I fucking probably did uh, with a. Well, you probably are better than this, but 15. You talk shit about Swarm Scatter. But my touch <laughs> was a 15 before Swarm Scatter. Well, and only one of these will hit you. <laughs> one of the most useful spells you fucking cast, so, man. It's uh, so absurd. It's five points of negative energy. Eclipse is up. Eclipse, you're in the silence. Eclipse is going to take a five foot sideways, so she's out of the silence, but still able to attack this creature. And she's going to laugh madly as she swings three fucking times. <laughs> oh, that's a really good roll. I got one natural 20 and a 17, and then the one was uh, a six, which isn't good. But the two main ones, my two like first ones, are 20 and a 17. So I'll re-roll that uh, 20. And uh, not great. Um, for 21 <laughs> to confirm. Not confirmed. That's fine. So I still hit twice for sure. I'll give you each individual since I know there is... Um, wait. I could just take... It would be 23. You're not good aligned, right? It'd be 23. I don't know if that changes. Why would it be 23? Is this a, this is a humanoid. When did you bane? I did earlier, like last session. And that has lasted this long? It lasts a minute. Okay, yeah. That I'm confirms. like almost out, but yeah. Yeah, you better be tracking because we're on like round 10. Yeah, no, like I literally have, this is, I have one more after this. That's what I have on there. Okay. Okay, so then uh, I have, what, like, the, so the crit confirmed, which is great. So it's a times three. Uh, 77 points of damage on the critical. Okay. And no, I'm not good aligned. <laughs> that was a question you asked. Okay. And then 33 on the second hit. So that goes to 77. 110 80, total. 110. And with the 10, he has 100 hit points. So what's it look like? <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Eclipse is absolutely 
lost control and you almost see her features morph and you see a bit of the lopper coming in and out and you almost see like two sets of hands on the axe as she laughs the entire way way down and slices that head clean off in the air while she's floating. (laughs) Air bear, you're up. Thankfully, with the sickening condition, I can still full attack and use a uh, free action. So I'm going to turn on my boots of haste again. We already hasted, so you're good. Yeah, I, I hasted. Oh, for how long? It, I mean, like, anyways, the haste spell. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, anyways. He's uh, used to counting his haste in rounds. So. I am. <laughs> Cultist number six is in his sights. Is he... Has he cashed his last paycheck? (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to go home to his family and kids tonight? No. There's about to be a workplace accident for him. (laughs) I'm calling OSHA, bud. (laughs) You better hope OSHA doesn't come out of one of these uh, aquatic... I guess in a temple of Dagon, yeah, like a just massive slaughter in the temple is just a workplace accident. It happens. (laughs) These things happen when you're a cultist. (laughs) Pretty poor rolls on the first ones here. Uh, does a 17 hit? A 17 does not hit. Okay, 21 or 22. 22 we does. we did, and that is a critical threat. I will roll to confirm that one. You know what, Brooks? Take a plus four on top of that. <laughs> oh yeah. But because I'm a little dumber now, I can only do that one more time after this. Alright, so with that plus four, I am at a 22. <laughs> Woo! Which will confirm the critical. Thank you. Alright, next attacks. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Awesome. And the next two do not. Okay, so we got a hit, hit, and a crit. Uh. One one hit, one critical. Okay, a hit and a crit. Against six, they might have it. <laughs> well, hi, my man. Although you're not challenging him. Can you do a challenge in silence? I guess uh, you just point. <laughs> <laughs> you! You! <laughs> point stare daggers. I imagine it very much like a baseball player calling their uh, shot. Can you cackle in silence? I imagine you can't. No. I imagine not, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I have to look at it, but... That might be a supernatural ability. Right, because it's a hex that none of us have, so let's move on. (laughs) 40 points of damage against number six. 40 points Uh, of damage, he is still up. One of the... One of the... One of the... Or, I guess... uh, 20 of 30 oh excuse me 40 points of damage 30 of that is good it doesn't matter for these guys oh but okay. I appreciate it so 40 total then Matumbe alright um burning another round of Bane just trying to clean up these cultists there's number 2 next to me and number 1 next to me if I strike down number 2 I'd like to adjust my, my blows to number 1 sure okay first attack 15 off the die that's going to a 30. Yep. I'm going to roll my damage now and see what happens, because I've already put a little bit of hurt on this guy. Oh, terrible damage. 18 
18 will kill your target. Awesome! Bludgeons him with the book. Guy drops like a sack of bricks. Looks at number one. Completely silent as he's talking to him. Uh, swings for a second time. Natural three is not going to do it. We go up to an 18. And then final attack. Oh, fuck. You know what? I could throw inspiration on there. The GM I have not said anything. say that it failed. Go ahead. Fucking do it. I feel like Matuba is the kind of person who it doesn't. There, there is no such thing as a wasted word. Whether someone can hear him or not, mm-hmm. it's said. He's gonna say it anyway. Yeah. And with a three on the inspiration, that gets it to twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! All right. Good damage. Twenty-three. Final attack. Lowest base attack bonus. 18 off the die. That clears 21 by a good margin. All right. 26 points of damage. You, you take the swing against this guy, and you swing, you knock one of them to kill him. He splatters against the wall, but you have another solid surface. Yep. So you just whack this guy against the statue. Uh, he also dies. Yeah! Freya, you're up. Unfortunately, I never mentioned that Freya would pick back up her bow again, so she is without her bow after dropping it to pull out her war hammer. How sad. I am quite bummed. Uh, so instead of... She, since she is not within the silence, uh, casts another spell, this time... Burst of radiance. Oh, how uh, I've guessed. Right in the group of the cultists that are all so conveniently placed. So I need a reflex save. Well, you know, cultists in the reflex. Natural one for five. Finally, the guy that was trying to hit her all night. 20 for, uh-huh. 20 for six. And, uh,. 24 for three. Okay, so five fails, and they are going to be blinded for four rounds. And the five's other. probably like, yeah, I have another excuse on why I haven't been hitting. <laughs> <laughs> the other creature, or the other cultist, are dazzled for four rounds. I ruled really well. Um. Uh, 17 points of damage for the full damage, and then the others take half. So you see, like, uh, the the burst of radiance, and there's, like, a, there's like a burned outline of five on the wall behind <laughs> <laughs> drops. Nuclear blast uh, style. Yeah, and uh, the other two are dazzled. They're still up. His weapon comes with him, right? Yeah, his weapon disappears. Uh, these two are going to sprint into the obscuring mist. Uh, Airberry, you get an attack of opportunity on six. That's right. I was not done with you yet. Uh, with 15 on the die, that's a critical threat. Okay. Oh, good. Judicious force. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last one of the day with me being dumb now, but um, 
hopefully this is the last combat of the day. Well, that is fantastic. I didn't need it, but I loved it anyways with another 15 on the tie. There you go. That is going to be 35 points of damage. He's still up. Wow. Right, because your Burst of Radiance did, what, eight damage to the half? 17 to the full? 17, yep. Yeah. So 40 before. Wow. And he also took the half of the uh, Holy Smite damage as well. So he's taken quite a bit. Yeah. Took seven, then eight, then Mm -hmm. 35. And then is number three still blinded? No, he was blinded for one round. Just dazzled. Yep, now he's dazzled. So they sprint into the mist. Um, and you're out of combat and a hush falls over well it's already been silent but the fog of battle subsides and I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week I knew it boy we did it Slaughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.